it's only a kick, a jump, a block, it's only a serve, it's only a tackle, a run, it's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Nebraska Public Media Sports brings you live coverage of the Girls and Boys NSAA High School Soccer Championships from Morrison Stadium at Creighton University. Monday, May 13th, see Class B girls at 8.30 p.m. Central and Class A girls at 8 p.m. Central on Nebraska Public Media. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Welcome to Hurt at Sports Radio. Stromer saved an inbounds to Purdue. Purdue with a five on four. Out to Jones. Lance another three left wing. Triple time. Thank you, Lance Jones. We needed that one, baby. Colin on a drive under the basket. Kicks in the corner. Cam Jones. Open three. You yep. know it's good. Time for oh. Cam Jones three. Baby, it's sweet. Keeps the drill back to Caravan. That's a long three by Alex. Good. Oh, man, did he drill that. Long way. Head to KJ. Up the floor, Dickinson. Look out. Here he comes. Hunter Dickinson barreling down the lane. Throws it down. Hurts takes the snap. The quarterback keeper. He runs up the middle. He scores. He scores. Right, well, happy Thanksgiving week to everybody. Um, just a couple things. First of all, I want to congratulate all the teams playing for state championships uh, here. It's wish I could be a part of it. wish I could go out and watch and celebrate uh, their excellence. But I want to make sure that we... Uh, congratulate them. I want to congratulate Coach Walker and the women's soccer team making the Elite Eight. That's a really big deal in our house and we're very excited for them. I want to congratulate Coach Cook and the women of Nebraska Volleyball for being Big Ten champs and I look forward to them making their run. So uh, it's great, great to be here, great to be a part of so many excellent teams and be a part of such a great athletic department. See, that's the one that doesn't come in hard enough. <laughs> Shane, I need you to find me some stuff that the that the beat drops a little bit I, harder because I'm I just waiting. Your finger in the air. I'm waiting for it. I'm waiting for it, and then it's like <laughs> your finger goes up in the air like you want to add something to like um, I, I I guess like a classroom setting. Like you're, you're like trying to like get Excuse. the teacher to clarify something, and then your finger goes down as because she like. Acknowledge you, but said you're not getting a question. Yeah, it's the, and you're just eh. it's the sad trombone noise <laughs> instead of the beat dropping. It's just, mur, mur, mur. Uh, good morning, uh, welcome to Nerdhead Sports Radio. I'm Ravi Lula. That's Andrew Rogers. Shane Schillerberg is producing and making me sad with the bad beat drops, mm-hmm. just like uh, Valdez Scantling. Oh my that, God, huh? we're live Some on bad drops. AM 590 ESPN Omaha, ESPN Tri Cities, on the H and H Chevrolet stage. Yeah, let's start there because obviously both of us were watching. Uh, we were doing the dual setup yesterday. The I wish YouTube TV would allow me to watch the state game I know. 
and the Monday Night Football I, game. I need, I need. If I know that the YouTube TV execs are listening because this is mm-hmm. their prime programming here, because uh, we are live on YouTube as well as Twitter. If you want to stream along, as uh, TK already is joining us, we appreciate you, TK. Um, yeah, I need them to allow me to choose the things I want in my quad box or in my dual box or in right. my tri box here. Um, that's the I need. That's what I need out of you guys. Um, let's make that happen so that I can watch. I mean, listen, I've got the I've got the multi TV setup, so it's not a big deal. But there's days where there's more than two games. There's more than four games. Mm-hmm. I might need to go quad box on two TVs, get like an eight-game NFL red zone thing going here. I, just, I need you to help me out a little bit. You're funny because the quad box it. actually exists on NFL red zone. I know. See, that's <laughs> what I, I need the NFL red zone. Like I need, I need you, you need to, that but for college. You yeah. need that for uh, just a, a variety of things you want to watch. And I need YouTube TV to allow me to choose yeah, and you know, my some, quad box. And sometimes they do. Uh, well, so they've got it, but you can't choose the games in there. Well, so yes and no, because I've, my buddy mm-hmm. informed me over the weekend we were watching college games at his place, and you can go to the game you want to watch. So say it was Huskers-Wisconsin. Yeah. You can click on that and then say show – there's like a button that says show me more. Yeah. And then there's – It'll give you set, options. Yes, yes, yeah, there's options of so multi So it's not boxes. like there's just one, but I can't customize. I know what you're saying. I need to you customize. Want, and the customization is what should be in yes. there. It, they yeah. should say – they should have a list of the four games, and just like you would fill in the bubbles on a standardized test, you should fill in four bubbles and then hit go, and then those four games should pop up on yeah. the screen. Yeah, or like if you're already in quad box, because you can do – they already have it this way, is if you're in quad box, you can scroll over to hear which volume – to see which volume you want to mm-hmm. hear. So once you're scrolled over, you should just be able to change the channel on that box. Okay, what do you mean by that one? Okay, so I, I know what you're talking. I'm halfway there. Okay, so you got the quad box, right? And, I, and I've scrolled over to get the volume of Air Force UNLV. Yes. So like you can change which one uh-huh. you want the the volume on. Once you're on that box, you should be able to like click on it and change that particular channel in just that quadrant. I, I know what you mean now. Okay, yeah. so if there was Air Force UNLV and I didn't want to watch yeah. that, I can click on it and then I can go to Georgia Tennessee. Yeah, or yeah, and just say like. Give it'll give you a list of games you can change to. There, there is a way to make it. There is a way to make it work. I'm I'm hoping for next football season. YouTube TV's got it got it figured out here. Uh, and if you do, I will be your your biggest proponent. You can come support the show. That'd be lovely. Um, I'm still a big fan. Oh yeah, I am. I am too. I honestly, I tried a bunch of other stuff because. Oh, they did something that made me mad, and you know how sometimes you're like, ah, I'm, I'll try something different. Mm-hmm. I tried a bunch of different services. And I was like, you know what? I think the, the one they like best is still YouTube TV. So uh, they just need, you know, and the quad box is nice. I just need to make a little tweaks. Yeah, you know, you, they, you just need them to drop a new album. Yeah, exactly. like Taylor Swift. You know, and not the, you know, this is, I need them to be in their, not just their quad box era. I need them to be in their custom quad box oh, era. Oh, there, there. there it is. There it is. Speaking of Taylor Swift, Travis Kelsey was on the football field last night. Yeah, he was. And he's talking about retiring, too. And now, like, that's kind of like ramping up. Is it because the Chiefs are like low-key not performing to the ability that people expect them to? Or is it because the the, the long-term, um, like, injuries, uh, the the hits that he's taken over the years, yeah. and, and really just – you look at a guy and, and he just – 
it's nonstop production, production, production. Like he's always involved in hits on, on the field. Mm-hmm. You wonder if this catches up to him. Yeah, well, it's kind of the same thing with Gronk when we had his retirement that felt a little early back in the day, too. Except he was on the IR a lot. He was. He wasn't. He was now injured. the IL. Yeah, he was injured way more than, than Kelsey is, but they play very similar styles in that they aren't just pass receiving tight ends. A lot of the tight ends now are just basically in-line receivers, right? But Kelsey, guys like Kittle, guys like Gronkowski actually block and kind of do a traditional tight end role in addition to being incredible receivers. And that's one of the more taxing positions in football, I think, because not only do you get close to the collisions that you have in a in an offensive line, defensive line situation, but then you're also running a ton Mm -hmm. and taking these huge hits over the middle and not as much as it used to be, right? But you're still taking a pounding on those receptions. And, you know, now that he's also, uh, you know, I I read somewhere, and this is not Taylor Swift related, but I read that he's like pretty underpaid compared to his production for the Chiefs. But his business managers are like, yeah, the NFL is kind of a side hustle at this point. Like, he makes so much money in endorsements and the podcast mm-hmm. with his brother and stuff like that. It's like podcast New Heights? Uh, yeah, I think that's what it's called. I don't know. I just see the clips on TikTok all the time. I've actually never gone and listened to a whole episode. I, just, I haven't either. I, I know just, a lot of people like it. Yeah, I like the clips that I see. Like, it's pretty entertaining. And I think I'm more of a Jason guy than a Travis guy. But see, I like I, Travis. I don't know if I'm a Kelsey guy. That's fair. A, altogether. Yeah. I don't know if that's my podcast. Jason's but. wife is very funny. Is she? Yeah, she's been on the podcast I, I a saw, couple times. I she's saw the time funny. where he brought his kids on to say goodnight to Trav. Um, and Trav, it's like he's totally that uncle. That yeah. is, he's you. Mm-hmm. He's the guy that really just doesn't want kids. <laughs> like he's cool with like saying it like over over the over the screen, but uh, he's not one to like really be that nurturing type. Yeah, I don't know. If, I don't know if Trav can ever settle down. So when I was in Kansas City for the draft, yeah. Um, this is, I, this is this is pre-Taylor Swift and Trav. This is pre, yeah. yeah. And you know what? I don't know. I don't Maybe T-Swift? Maybe. Who maybe, knows? Maybe, maybe that maybe thing's been going can, on longer uh, than we yeah, thought. Settle them down a bit. But uh, I had some buddies meet me down there, and they were like, hey, let's go over to Power and Light after you're all, all done for the day. I'm like, all right, yeah, that's fine. That sounds good. Um, so we go over there, and uh, there's, a, there's like a nightclub in the Power and Light district. Okay. And we walk in. And, like, in there is Jackson Smith and Jigba, who just got drafted, like, what, sixth overall, whatever it was. Feeling good? Um, It it wasn't sixth overall, but it was pretty close to that. Uh, C.J. Stroud had his own booth in there. Okay, number two, Uh, let's see you. And Kelsey is behind the DJ booth, just completely (laughs) bumping. He's double fisting. He's going to – Chase Young was there. Okay. It was a crazy spread of NFLers, and I'm just kind of sitting there. 49er great, Chase Young. People forget. Yeah, I'm, I'm not really <laughs> sitting there. I'm standing there because there's no room to sit down in, sure. in that club when all four of those guys are in there. And, I, uh, yeah, I, I was like, hmm, Travis Kelsey is somebody that loves to have a good time and, and like, loves to have a good time to the point that he was there the next night. <laughs> so, like, I, I know, like, some, somebody out there is probably like, well, hey, like, you can go out when you have kids. Like, that's fine. And it's like, yeah, but not when you go out every single night. And I think that's what <laughs> Travis likes to do. So, um, in terms of saying goodbye to his niece, uh, nieces, yeah. um, 
it, it was kind of like, hey, girly. It was like, I'm your summer camp counselor. <laughs> like that, that, was, that was the vibe I got from Trav. <laughs> I am in no way a disciplinary figure in your life. Uh, don't look to me for life advice. Just smile and wave and GTFO. Like, come on. <laughs> Go to sleep. And that's why Jason's like, let's make these ad reads go as long as possible. They're about to get into the bath. <laughs> uh, speaking of people that seemed like they were out and having too much of a good time, maybe the night before was Marquez Valdez-Scantling, who yeah. uh, I don't know if he, you know, maybe had a little, looked like he maybe had a little hangover when he can't catch, bring that ball in. I, man, I, I <laughs> first of all, good on Patrick Mahomes for trying to be, like, the good quarterback leader and be like, that's on me. That's not on you, big guy. That, that, that hit him. throw was beautiful. That was perfect. It, you know the funny thing? So when it – I was watching the highlights on mute because I think I was re-watching a part of the Class B game. And the when he lets go of the ball, I was like, oh, is this a highlight of him overthrowing it? And then I realized what play it was as it got to his hands. Because when he, when he throws it, it's like, oh, man, I'm not sure if he's going to get there. Mm-hmm. And then it's just – it's perfect. Every time. Hits him in the hands. Every time. And – He found Justin Watson on a beautiful <laughs> third down ball uh, in the third quarter, too, which was like third and nine off to the sideline. And it was, it was thrown across his body. Yeah. And it was the only place – there's only a few quarterbacks that could make that pass, mm-hmm. and he's one of them. The only spot um, and window to fit that ball through – as you meet sideline in, in green turf, yeah. is that spot, that ball. That's what Mahomes does. Mahomes is one Nobody of, can do that. Mahomes is one of those throw guys open quarterbacks, not throw to open guys. Like, there's not very many of those where there's a decent amount, not as many as there should be, looking at you, Zach Wilson, but that can throw. Third stringer, Zach Wilson. Right? Uh, that can throw to guys that are open. Exactly. Like, there's a bunch of guys that can hit open receivers. Right. But there's not very many guys that can take a covered receiver and throw the ball in such a way that he becomes open. I mean, you're talking about like Brady, Rodgers, Mahomes. Like that's kind of the group that comes right to the top of my head. Those guys are obviously just at a whole different level at the, the way they play the game. That's what Mahomes does. But this, the one with Scantling wasn't even that. Scantling beat him. By like a couple steps, it wasn't mm-hmm. like he was he was bearing down. It wasn't on him. contested. No, it was not a contested catch, and he just right off the fingertips. Not even the fingertips. The palm, like and, it hit him in the palm. And what's funny about a ball like that too is, yes, it's coming down at at like a good speed, just because you know it, it was lofted yeah. so high. But it wasn't like a, a missile of a pass that Josh Allen would throw to Gabe Davis and go right like through Noah his hands. Gray missed one earlier. I think it was earlier in the game. I'm losing track of all the drops because there was a lot of them. But Noah Gray missed one. That was like a bullet and Mm -hmm. it's like yeah you got to catch that because it literally goes right through his hands you can sort of understand it's going 95 miles an hour too towards your hands you can kind of understand like yep just really didn't think it was right but that's a i mean well that was a lofted ball and it's like catching a punt right a punt that goes over your head you have to and he's in stride it wasn't like he really had to reach out too far like it it wasn't right in his bread basket but it was like halfway between a full extension and the bread basket it was yeah he definitely wasn't at full extension. He, I don't think he broke his stride, really. And no, that ball was in stride. Yeah, and, and so, and I actually think this. Look, obviously, I didn't play football at a high level, obviously, but I actually I didn't think play football at all. It's a little easier to catch a ball over your shoulder that's a little bit further out because it gives you a little bit more room to kind of guide it in. Where if it's like right here, 
you almost kind of have to do one of these and like mm-hmm. lean back to make sure you're like. So I, I actually think that ball is in the right spot. Yeah, somewhat. I, you know, he turned his shoulder. Um, like he opened up his his shoulder to to face the football uh, on a ball that may come a little bit shorter. And that's what Mahomes said. He's like, I could throw that shorter. You know. Only he can be critical uh, of that pass because <laughs> you you watch it and you're just like, well, I mean, not you're not going to be 100% every time you throw a football. Like, no. you're trying to hit somebody right in the chest, but I may throw it to Travis Kelsey's left shoulder. Yeah. Like, or I may throw it, like, maybe a half a step further than uh, Valdez Scantley would catch it. That's not even, like, a million half a percent step, of the time. I know. You know I, I'm, like, like, I'm trying to, like, think about it from his perspective <laughs> because, like, those balls – and he's an NFL wide receiver. You have yeah. to catch that ball. Well, and you I just, have to make that play against, especially against the Eagles when you're trying to make a statement at home against one of the best teams in football. Well, and did you see like Mahomes' face when he came to the podium? I know he said the right things, but you could just tell there's a level of frustration there, which totally understandable, by the way, a level of frustration there that is just kind of wearing on him almost, and. You know, and, and I know I don't think the Nebraska defense feels this way as all at all, just from what we've heard and kind of the way they've acted. But I'd be like, if I was in that position, I was trying to figure out would I be more frustrated as me, a flawed human being? Would I be more frustrated as like Mahomes, who feels like he can only throw to one guy ever that he thinks is going to catch the ball, and Kelsey, and all of his receivers are mm-hmm. just doing whatever, and then he looks in Miami and he's like, hey, Tyreek, I miss you. Mm-hmm. Um, or if I'd be more frustrated if I, if I was like Ty Robinson or a key member of that defense where you're just like, guys, you got to give us a little bit here. Well, and, you know, Kansas City for the longest time has put up with being mediocre on the outside because Mahomes is so good yes. and Kelsey has been so great. But they've that gone they, from, they, like, mediocre to – like right, bad. but but he makes up for so many of uh, yeah. uh, the mediocrity, yeah. or the mediocrity that uh, you know, it, it's kind of just like wash, rinse, repeat for them because they're. I mean, look, they're Super Bowl champs, right? And and they did it with a roster that was, let's be honest, eh. Yeah. So uh, especially the wide receivers. So yeah. the way I look at this too is, um, I, I kind of like take take Garrett Wilson mm-hmm. into example here. You know, he was expecting to have Aaron Rodgers this year. He didn't. Mm -hmm. Now he's got poor quarterback play. And so he's just as frustrated because he's not getting his reps. Absolutely. The the Chiefs need to find – they need to find a way to get a guy that is frustrated in their room and and make a good, solid trade for a a superstar young wide receiver. Like, they just have to find a way to do that um, so that Mahomes can have somebody. And I'm yeah. not even going to say they need Garrett Wilson because that price tag would be so high. Right. And, 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 you know, maybe it's a little out of reach. But who's to say that you can't go after, you know, Jalen Waddell? Um, yeah. At some point. Well, and, or uh, a, wide receiver, a wide receiver two that could be looked at as a borderline wide receiver one. Yeah. Honestly, they, they even need a young receiver even with hands. Even if you just had – a real wide receiver, too, I think you'd be in really good shape. But the fact is, we talked about Kelsey to start this. He's not going to be around forever to make up for all these issues. It's, it's really similar, honestly, to the progression. We, I, you know, I mentioned Tom Brady earlier. It's really similar to the progression of some of the, the Patriot teams in like the mid to late 2000s before they got Randy Moss. So like after the 03-04 Super Bowls, before Randy Moss, there was that couple years – 
where their wide receiver court was just brutal. And as good as Tom Brady was or was becoming at that point, he could not get guys open. He was throwing to, like, a washed-up, like, David Givens mm-hmm. and a, like, over-the-hill Troy Brown and these guys that were on the end of, of careers that were pretty solid but just could not get it done anymore. And then they went out and they got Randy Moss. They need their Randy Moss trade. These I, There's there's good teams like that, that that have the down years. It's funny that you brought that up because I was going to bring up, like, the 49ers. I mean, they went, like, won two Super Bowls in the beginning of the night or in the 80s, and then they had the back end. So, I mean, they had the down years in between there. Now, the down years weren't down years like the Raiders. Their down years were just like, hey, let's make it to the playoffs and maybe win a game and not make it to the Super Bowl. So, it, I mean – you know, I mean, they 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 got to fill in the gaps. That's what Kansas City has to do. You know, I'm I'm looking at the NFL draft list um, because the more I thought about it, the more I'm like, you know, Jordan Addison went what like 23rd in the draft. Yeah, I just had it up here. He went, yeah, 23rd to Minnesota. Who did the Chiefs take in the first round? Did they take so, a receiver? No, they took uh, D end out of K State. Felipe. Oh, okay, yeah, that's right, that's right. They took that uh, Uzama Uzama, Uzama yeah, 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 Uzama. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, if so, you're looking at guys that went as wide receivers after him, there's not – But I, but what I'm thinking about here is Jordan Addison was a highly touted yeah. uh, recruit coming out of coming out of college. Yeah. People knew who, his name because when he was at Pitt, he was, what, like the leading re, – like He was the Blitnikoff. I think he won the Blitnikoff. Yeah, yeah, he did. Yeah. The, the best wide receiver in the nation. Yeah, because yeah. Pickett and him won the award – won the Blitnikoff same year. Correct. Right correct, there. Correct. So why aren't the Chiefs – where even if they're what 31 32 yeah, in so the draft order 30, trading up yeah, they're like they, at 31. they have to find a way to trade up to the early 20s when there's a good wide receiver draft they just have to they have to find a way to do that so there was a there was a run on wide receivers there's four straight taken from 20 to 24 it was Jackson Smith and Jigba at 20 Quentin Johnson at 21 oof uh Zay Flowers at 22, Jordan Addison at 23. Mm-hmm. And I would argue to say the back-end receivers there are the better receivers, at least right now. Yeah, I would take Jordan Addison. Although, again, I think Jackson Smith and Jigba are super talented. I just, he hasn't had the year that you want to yet. Um, but, yeah, I, honestly, if you're, if you're Patrick Mahomes, you take any of those four guys. Any of them. Because you can develop them and you can win with them with a guy like Mahomes. Well, and, especially and so that's and what, a coach like Andy Reid. And the Chiefs just have to find a way, at least in this upcoming draft, to pull that off. Yeah. Because you're – look, you're going to compete for a Super Bowl. You yeah. will. This Chiefs team will. Yeah. Despite losing to the Eagles the way they did, they're going to compete for a, a Super Bowl. What are they, 7-3? Yeah, they're 7-3. They're, seven th- they're, they're still they're, first in the be, division. They're it's going to be the Chiefs. Uh, I don't think uh, the 49ers on a, uh, on a good day can ever be beaten. Um, the Ravens are atop of the AFC really right good. now, and they're a really good football team. Lamar is surrounded yep. by weapons for, like, the first time in a long time. And when I say surrounded, I mean he is yeah. surrounded. surrounded. Yeah. And then you have um, – You've got the Dolphins that are still pretty good. And I would, I would actually leave the Dolphins out for the scenario. If I had to build, like, a top four in the NFL currently. So I think in the AFC I've only got – it would be the Eagles. The Eagles would be the oh, other team that yeah, I didn't okay, say. Yeah, yeah, okay. Those, the, that would be the four teams I had. So what did I say? The Chiefs, I said Chiefs, the 49ers, 49ers, Ravens, Ravens and, and Eagles. Yeah, so those are two AFC teams, right? Yeah, I was looking at all AFC teams. teams. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. Um, like, I, I would leave the Dolphins out of the top four. Of those top Of the four. whole league, yes. Yeah, I was looking at top four AFC. So, I, yeah, I, got, I confused your point there. So um, what I'm saying is the Chiefs will be somewhere between 28 and 32 this year. 
again, in draft order, wherever you are, you have to make a trade up. Like, yeah. if there's a receiver, if there's a receiving group like we saw last year, which I, I haven't looked that deep, and I, you know what, I could, and, and somebody could uh, point that out to me, whether it's on YouTube, whether it's on uh, on Twitter, uh, point out to me like what this order will look like. Because after Mar- Marvin Harrison Jr., I'm just kind of like, ah, who else? Is Honestly, there? I don't get uh, into like I I love the draft, but I don't really start paying attention in terms of mock drafts and stuff until after college. And, and that's that's exactly where I kind of land to. But I'll look at a mock draft now if I, if I see one pop up. Yeah. Honestly, when we go into break, I'll probably look at a mock draft. But I start like it's on actively the top of seeking them out after college is over. If there is a wide receiving group that comes into this year's NFL draft like we saw last year, maybe like we saw um, a few years ago when Justin Jefferson got drafted like mm-hmm. 24th overall, 23rd, I think, to the Vikings, uh, which, gosh, they land some pretty good wide receivers right. in the 20s. Um, that's what the Chiefs have to be aspiring to do. That's what they need for Mahomes in this moment. Yeah, and it's it's one of those things where I think they will address it. I don't think I think that this this year has gotten to the point where they understand the limit of how much Patrick Mahomes can can overcome because that you can take a guy like that for granted and say, well, hey, he can make anybody look good. Well, not if they don't catch the ball when he throws it in the perfect spot for a go-ahead touchdown. Uh, coming up, we're gonna have Gary Dolphin, Iowa play-by-play voice later at 7:45. Our usual Mike Schaefer. We're going to reconnect with John Fanta, and we're going to wrap up the show previewing Ohio State-Michigan with Tim May, uh, who covers Ohio State's for Letterman's Row. All that and more coming up next here on Herd Sports Radio.